and welcome back to Coffee Break, where we go over the week's most interesting coffee industry related news, podcasts, and resources. And doing a lot of my research, I realized there's actually a lot of stories that kind of get pushed through to the week. So what I'm going to do is put up these episodes into two smaller ones so I can share more stories with you, but still keep it under about five minutes. In today's episode, we're going to be going over topics ranging from global coffee shortages to infused uh, coffees, which is pretty interesting. We'll cover a bunch of events going on globally and locally, and also some equipment that I found, uh, some new tech. So yeah, should be interesting. Let's get into it. First story of the day is shipping shortages hinders Brazil's coffee export. So the biggest issue that we kind of see is that there's a shortage of shipping containers and also space on these uh, cargo ships moving the product. And because of this, exports have dropped in Brazil by 2.3 million bags. This is a 23% decrease compared to last year, which is equivalent to about $500 million. It's a lot. There's also about 3.5 million bags still waiting to be shipped. Because of this, the price of commodity coffee has risen to about $1.80, which is good, but a lot of these producers aren't able to take advantage of that because all the products kind of stuck. Our next story is storm in a coffee cup. How rising prices are affecting the UK's baristas and roasters. So the biggest issue that we see here is that cafes in the UK and kind of almost across the world are dealing with some staffing issues, shortages, supply chain disruptions, uh, example being the previous story. And now because of that, the price of coffee has risen as well. From what I gathered, a cost of a latte is about three pounds. Because of everything going on, they've had to increase the price to about five pounds, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. A lot of people are pretty hesitant to raise their prices, but the biggest thing is as long as we're adding value to what we're doing and customers see that, that the quality of life is better for both uh, the baristas and the producers, people are generally willing to pay it. And that's what they're kind of seeing over there right now. A lot of people are hesitant, but in the end, it's actually a beneficial thing. If you look at the price of a coffee versus like a mixed drink that you get at like a bar, it's a huge difference. That's something within the coffee industry that's been a big issue with is people being able to pay their staff competitive wages and be able to give them benefits and such. And the next story is wake up and smell the coffee made in the United States. I know it kind of shocked me to realize that outside of Hawaii, there's actually places that do grow coffee trees. One's in California, the other's in Florida. This article talks about a group of farmers in California that have grown about 100,000 coffee trees. This last year, they produced about 2,000 pounds of dry coffee, which sold for about $80 uh, per five ounce bag. An interesting fact that I learned is that the United States is actually one of the largest coffee consuming nations in the world, but only accounts for about 0.01% of coffee production, pretty much mainly coming out of Hawaii. The other tropical growing region that we have again is Florida. The article also talks about a pilot program that the University of Florida has been running where they have been growing coffee trees in a greenhouse and they just recently took them out of the greenhouse and planted them uh, to be in the open air. The goal for them is to see how they survive in that climate, which is about 10 degrees hotter than some of the major growing regions in Brazil and also a bit colder during the winter. Very curious to see what other regions start to grow coffee here in the United States in the near future. Moving on to podcasts, my first pick of the week is from Making Coffee. Their podcast is titled Infused versus Adulterated Coffees, a subject that was brought to my attention a couple weeks ago, and I've been meaning to really try to figure out what this whole thing is about. All in all, there's coffees that have been 
fermented using ingredients such as like papayas and pineapples and such. They're thrown into their fermentation tank with the coffee while they're fermenting, which helps impart certain flavors or profiles that you wouldn't necessarily get if you didn't have them in there. According to the podcast, some some well-known coffee professionals are saying that because the coffees are utilizing microbes that aren't necessarily with the coffee naturally, that these coffees are adulterated or like doctored. But when you really think about it, and the podcast kind of touched on this, is that way back in the day when these Arabica coffee trees were stolen, pulled from Africa, they had the original microbes at that time, but when they were moved and replanted, they were exposed to a different environment with way different microbes. So a lot of the coffee uh, plants that we have now are adulterated, are doctored in a way. So it's just really interesting, the whole situation behind these. The podcast goes into a whole bunch of detail. It's actually a really good podcast. So it's on the longer side, but it's definitely worth it if you have the time. Which actually leads me to my next podcast from Map It Forward, which is Should You Sell Infused Coffees? The long of the short of it is, yeah. It seems to benefit not only the producers, but also the roasters, the baristas, the whole coffee supply chain. It's a win-win-win-win. It may not be for everybody, but it provides a new unique experience that a lot of people are kind of looking for. Moving on to events, uh, we have a couple events coming up. Uh, starting today, the 23rd, we have the London Coffee Festival. That's kind of happening right now up until the 26th. We have the Milan World Coffee Championships. That's a big one. That's going to be October 22nd. Just happened uh, up to the 26th as well. The Cincinnati Coffee Festival as well is coming up October 23rd today and the 24th tomorrow. We also have the San Francisco Coffee Festival November 13th and 14th. That'll give you a little time to sign up and register if you're looking to go. I know I'm definitely planning to go this year. And we also have some interesting equipment and tech that I found. One is Wally Milk by La Marzocco. This is a automatic steamer for your milk. All you do is you fill your pitcher with milk. You put it right here under the steam wand, and this right here will tilt, replicating what a barista would do to reposition their pitcher to create the strongest vortex that they can create to create the best microphone that they can create. You can find more information about this in the show description, uh, or just visit wally.coffee. The next piece of brewing equipment is Clive Coffee unveils the Luca Atom 75, a self-dialing espresso grinder. There's an app that this kind of comes with and helps you program your espresso machine. It doesn't dial it in. You have to still do that by hand, but it helps and kind of guide you along the way. This is geared for smaller shops or at-home setups to help make the process easier. Anybody that's ever calibrated an espresso machine knows that it changes and moves based on humidity, date of roast, a lot of different factors. So this won't dial it into perfection, but it seems like it'll help people at least get them into a decent range. And the last resource that I found is from the SCA. And that is an updated coffee, sensory, and cupping handbook that you can find through their website. And once again, all the links of everything that we've talked about are going to be in the show notes. Well, that's all we have for today. If you have any uh, suggestions, go ahead and drop those in the comment section. Uh, go ahead and hit the like button if you can. Help support the channel. And select the subscribe button to be notified once new episodes are released. Thank you for being here. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Till next time.